Want to get smarter about investing? Then tune in to the Capital Ideas podcast from Capital Group, home of American Funds Distributors, Inc., one of the world's leading asset managers. Learn from portfolio managers with decades of experience by listening to the Capital Ideas podcast today. Mike's Daily Podcast. Welcome to Cafe Anyway. Mike's Daily Podcast. That's the name of this show. It's FF episode 2690 and Mike Matthews. And I'm trying to find me a pen so I can write down the script. Then I'll write, read it to you and it'll be me with the song called Mike's Daily Podcast. Yeah, oh, there you are, Penn. Okay. It's been a busy day today so far. We had Mike's a little visit to Rockridge and a place called the Gold Squirrel. Not Tales of the Gold Monkey with Roddy McDowell. No, wait. Is it? Yeah, Roddy Roddy McDowell? Was that the one that was the the one from Planet of the Apes? And then it, it's, it's, it, uh, his brother is Malcolm McDowell, the one from A Clockwork Orange. Okay. So we did all that, and it's been a busy day, so I thought I'd get a podcast to you because there's uh, fascinating things happening. Now, we mentioned, if you're listening to this on the 14th, today is Be Bald and Free Day, or something to that effect. But if you're listening to this on the 15th, it's cheese curd day, national cheese curds. Those fried little golden delicious things. Now you can get cheese curds just raw, but when they're fried, oh my. It's like a tater top, but there's cheese inside. Mm. It's also national esthetician day. I'm guessing that's because a lot of people like to go see their estheticians about this time of year and do you, you what you don't have an esthetician S- specializing uh in the skin and here's today's podcast picture giving you radiant skin you've already got radiant skin so what doesn't matter taking care of microdermabrasions body scrubs and aromatherapy the podcast picture is of the mighty Mount Diablo in Pleasanton. Today we are broadcasting from Podcastro Valleyton. And there's that massive Mount Diablo that we have here in the East Bay. And the late great Basil the Boxer actually never made it to Mount Diablo because it was a bit of a... Well, they don't allow dogs. Or they didn't... Last I checked, they didn't allow dogs. So we didn't go. We went close to it couple hiking trails near there but not actually on the mountain but I need to go back because it's been over 10 years since I last went and it is a very cool thing to stand on top of one of the highest landmarks in the Bay Area and see all the way to the ocean even though you're at least Mike Scavenger Hunt Mount Diablo about 30 miles inland something to that effect so you get great views all over the place it's it's awesome and it's National Shawarma Day. And of course, the first Avengers movie 
they all go out for shawarma at the end. Oh, yeah. Which made yeah. everybody just instantly devote their loyalty to Marvel and tell DC to jump off a building or and then fly off of it because you're probably Superman. You can leap buildings in a single bound. And if you're Batman, you got that wing apparatus thing. But yes, that is what is going on today. Also, I had a couple things in my brain as I was just perusing life and checking out things that we we get so fascinated with. And today is a controversial day in the Bay Area because, of course, in San Francisco, there's going to be some pro Palestinian marches. Mike's Daily Podcast Master Pod Theater. There's going to be some anti-Semitic marches in that same area. But yeah, that was going on in the Bay Area. Was not, and it's not surprising. I wasn't anywhere near there today. I can't really report on it, but I did hear some local host was just flipping through the dial and one station that's very left-leaning and they've got kind of a network going on along the west coast they got a station in berkeley of course and then there's one down right near universal studios it's just across the i think it's the 101 or the five somewhere just across the freeway from universal studios and yeah they were talking about how they're mad at Israel So it's This is California Anywhere else In the rest of the country That wouldn't fly Probably All that well So Considering the Horrible devastation That's gone on Over there And uh, Hate war What a year We've had too much war As it is this year With the Ukrainian war Mike it's- But if you are interested In hey Mike What is the Bay Area like these days Mikey Fikey Great What's going on Is it even worth Living In the Bay Area Well Our consumer prices Went unchanged For about the past Three months Now about a month ago They came out with a study BLS was uh, That's the Bureau of Labor Statistics Saying That actually Consumer prices Were up 3.4% From a year ago But they were unchanged over the past two months. Which is a very good thing. Which is a very, very good thing. That's what they discovered. Um, In the United States, overall medical care has gone down 1%. But in San... And that's true for San Francisco as well. But in the Western region... Live and local. Which I guess includes our whole... Everybody make some noise! Bringing to you live from Podcaster Valley Mont, <laughs> Mike's Daily Podcast. So there is somebody in the East Bay, in Livermore, named Robert Montana, and he's going to be on The Price is Right. The first Thursday of November 
So that's uh, something interesting. A little bit of the East Bay will be represented. And let's see. Also got an email here from the spookiest state in the country. If you're wondering what the spookiest is it California, as we go outside a cafe anyway, where we bring you Mike's Daily Podcast somewhere in Podcaster Valleyton, the last place on earth. This email sent to me said, we've reached every ghost, ghoul, and creepy crawly's favorite month on the calendar, but while Halloween might make things spookier than usual where you live, some parts of the U.S. are pretty eerie all year round. The Vint, that's V-I-V-I-N-T, compared U.S. cities and states on a range of factors. From the number of ghost sightings to how many haunted house attractions there are per 100,000 people and ranked them according to their scores. And they've surveyed more than 1,000 Americans on their paranormal experiences. So the top five spookiest states in the U.S. Spooky are California. (laughs) So there you go. Texas. Pennsylvania and that might be because there are a lot of amusement parks in Pennsylvania and they probably got a lot of haunt rides there I know there's one that I've heard of I don't know if it's in Pennsylvania it may be in Pennsylvania it's called Field of Screams and I watched on YouTube one of these YouTubers named Carpetbagger he went to this thing and I I give him a plug but I give him a slug Stop shaking your camera. What's the cliche of the week? 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 Where he was showing Field of Screams and they have like a hayride. And the hayride just doesn't go around a field and, oh, that's cool. It goes by, like, a plane that's crashed, like a forest that's on fire, a bus in the air that's on fire. What's the cliche of the week? 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 And there's suddenly all these... Weird monsters jumping up and trying to get you. They have different themed warehouses, like a hazmat type thing gone crazy. Just amazing rides there. So that might be, maybe that's in Pennsylvania or is that in South Carolina? But that's not on the list. The top five spookiest states were California, Texas, Pennsylvania, Michigan, and Ohio. That's the top five spookiest states. The top five spookiest cities in the U.S. include Colorado, Gettysburg, Pennsylvania, Austin, Texas, Los Angeles, San Antonio, and Estes Park, Colorado. Mike ripped someone a new one. I wonder what is there. Probably just a lot of haunted rides. Or haunted, uh, you know, haunts, scare places. Looks like a beautiful place, Estes Park, Colorado. Wow. It has a population of five, almost 6,000. A Rocky Mountain Paradise. Not sure why that made the list. 
The top five cities with the most reported ghost sightings include Austin, Houston, Gettysburg, Pennsylvania, Billings, Montana, and Roanoke, Virginia. And the top five cities with the most haunted places are LA, San Antonio, Honolulu, Houston, and Orlando, Florida. The Mike Tip. There you go. Outside a cafe anyway, somewhere in Podcastro Valley, the last place on earth. Look who's here. Oh my god, this is Jolly Q Hard Tips on Supervisor. Wow, that was really interesting, Mike. Yeah. Oh, Shelly, do you have a snow globe that's haunted and that kind of thing? Yeah, my god, here's a snow globe. Shake it, and there's a bunch of skulls that float around inside of it, Mike Matthew. Oh, that's disgusting. Look who else is here. Oh, Mike, this is Floyd the Floorman. And this is John Deere, the engineer, Mike. I really dislike it when I'm at a stoplight and the person in front of me when the light turns green doesn't go. Mm-mm. Yeah, they got a thing for that. It's called a horn. Matthew's News. It doesn't work all the time. I notice people just more and more really do not do not watch the signals, the light signals, what's going on. And then they do, when they do see it and they do go, they don't just accelerate and leave. They go that slow acceleration, super slow. And it's uh, that kind of thing going on. That's what makes life a joy. Okay, what other interesting thing? Maybe they don't want to waste gas. You know, just slamming on the accelerator probably burns more gas than it typically does. And gas prices with what they are, and they probably will go up, we are hearing, because of the war. Mike ripped someone a new one. Speaking of Halloween, this month top Halloween costumes for pets include dressing your pet up like a pumpkin or a hot dog. Extra points if you dress your cat up like a hot dog, because that's pretty amazing. Let's see, but overall, Halloween spending is turning into a huge splurge in the U.S. with people spending a record $12.2 billion. Spider-Man, ghosts, superheroes, witches, and princesses. Americans will spend a record $12.2 billion for Halloween candy, costumes, and decorations. I'm already saying, oh, that was spooky. That song just playing out of nowhere. I'm scared now. It's the Haunted Cafe anyway. Okay. Oh, did I ever tell you that I'm the operations manager for five radio stations in the Bay Area? And that occasionally I get interrupted and I'm trying to do my podcast and the phone rings and there's an issue and an emergency and I got to walk somebody through apparatus and steps to fix it. I am in no way a smart person, but sometimes that thing kicks in, you know, that the, the back of the brain takes over and goes, hey, you need to do this, 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 and this, this. And things get fixed, hopefully. The highest, the highest, highest, is that somebody from Ohio and Iowa simultaneously? The highest Halloween spending year 
was back in 2017. That was at 9.1 billion. But now we're at 12.2 billion. You know it took a big dip in 2020 because of the pandemic. Consumers are expected to spend about $108 per person this year. The Micropedia Insanica. Last year we were spending about 100 bucks. 68% of people plan to hand out candy. Do you know who does not plan to hand out candy? Meh. I'm Grinch Mike during Halloween. 53% plan to decorate their homes and yards. Guess who's doing that? Me. I did it already. I just did this little one little spot though. I don't do the whole house. Some people buy those gargantuan huge skeletons, put them in the front lawn. No. And about half of people are planning to dress up in a costume. I never do that because I can never come up with a costume. I am not clever that way. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, let's see. All together, costumes are going to bring in about $4.1 billion. Halloween direction uh, decorations are going to generate about $3.9 billion. And candy, people are going to spend all together like $3.6 billion on candy. I'm not just making up these numbers. These are real. It's a nightmare of a show. So you might be saying, well, I went to the gas station. It's not that much more expensive than I thought it would be. Mike's absolutely useless review. Because of what happened. Well, the war in the Middle East did not shock energy. And why that is, is because, well, let's find out. Investors should not expect a large oil spice spike oil price spike in the coming days. Oil popped higher on Monday, but it started trading a little lower uh, later in the week. U.S. retail gasoline prices should continue on their recent downward trajectory. That according to Rob Black, he does a podcast about money that I produce and he is on the radio in the morning, weekdays, AM 1220, KDOW, and on the television in the 9 o'clock hour. The average prices are about $3.70 per gallon nationally. It was down 11 cents in the past week. I got gas today. It was a little under 5 bucks a gallon. The latest bloodshed is as shocking as past crisis and will likely lead to more violence, the extent of the impact on oil prices is probably going to be modest, however. Conflicts involving Israel and its immediate Arab neighbors have had no lasting impact on oil prices this century. Palestinians have few true allies in the region. Saudi Arabia is focused in on internal economic development and maximizing its long-term interests. And Egypt is not supportive of Hamas. Syria is already decimated by civil war. Iran is unlikely to risk retaliation by Israel and the U.S. for the sake of Palestinians. Uh, for, the, for the sake of the Palestinians. However, if you've listened to any conservative talk radio in the past week, They've done something that I think is pretty deplorable. And I do use that word in reference to 
Hillary Clinton who used it when the when she was talking about a basket full of deplorables, but it really is just nasty the way Republicans want to immediately equate the the reason why there is a war and people are dying is because of Joe Biden. It's all his fault. Anything it just goes to show anything that happens in the world that's devastating is Joe Biden's fault to these people. Yes, I said these people. You're never supposed to say those two words, but these people, that's what they believe. I'm talking about conservative talk show hosts. They continuously put the blame on Joe and Obama and basically anybody who's a Democrat because of what they've done for Iran and that this this was they make it like Iran attacked Israel. Now, I've heard the reasons. I don't know that much about the situation that I can't really say, disprove what they're saying. But still, that's pretty crazy. The News Bleed Section. Because of, I mean, you can dislike the president. We're Americans. We can dislike the president. But in times of war, though we are not in a war ourselves, but people close to us, allies are being attacked. You can say the same for Ukraine, but still, it is just crazy what I hear on the radio. That they just uh, uh, Ted Cruz saying that this past week. It's all because of Joe Biden. The U.S. is now the world's dominant producer of oil and can supply it can can, can supply essentially all domestic needs right now. So that was that's been the one thing that's really just made me. You know what? I I will listen to right-wing radio. I'll listen to left-wing radio. And I get upset at both of them regarding this war. The things I hear on both sides is ridiculous with the extremes. But I did hear one thing on the left-leaning station that made total sense to me. And that is the worst things that happen this, in this world are because of extremists. And if you consider yourself an extremist, keep that in mind. Because what you believe in is going to eventually lead to someone being hurt badly. Another country, another group, maybe even someone that you love. Like you've already ostracized yourself from the Thanksgiving dinner. You're not, you're not invited anymore because of your extremist views. Well, but it's it's a matter of life and death. Yeah, take stock of what you're thinking about. Maybe it's more just what you're being fed by someone that you really you're you're following like a lemming, because maybe they they look really nice. You like the way they wear their suits. Maybe they're super rich, and you've got the envy going on. You wish you were them. Yeah, there's th- th- all that's crazy. So this is why I'm switching topics and talking about Google Cloud. If you are going, wow, I have a bunch of medical records in the cloud. They, Google Cloud has launched an AI search engine. I think Amazon did the same thing recently. The aim is to spare doctors and nurses the tedious task of collating the data themselves to get a complete picture of a patient's history. It's pretty interesting. And Best Buy, also in the medical world, is going to sell its first prescription medical device. So they are pushing themselves further into healthcare. 
they're pushing themselves away from DVDs because they're stopping the sale of DVDs. The Dexcom G7 used for treating diabetes contains a small device that is inserted under the skin to track glucose levels in real time. It delivers data to a receiver or smartphone app. That is all according to Rob Black and Rob Black and Your Money, the Rob Black Show podcast. And now it is time to do the segment. Let's go back with Matthew. Let's go go back back with with Matthew. I was doing this radio show for 11 years. This was 20 years ago on Kay in Ventura County. And it's fun to go back sometimes. I have these cassettes and I still, I need to take a, actually I've run into an issue with a cassette player that I was working with. Typical cassette player. It's not working right. It's messed up. And I, I, I've tried the, the alcohol on it. You're supposed to rub a little alcohol on the little magnetic head. That's not helping. If there's something wrong with it. It's old. I need to go to Amazon, purchase a new one. Because I have so many cassettes that I want to transcribe to digital. But here's a little bit of 20 years ago. I was on the radio on Hey, And it was about this time of year. And let's see what happened back then low those many years ago in Ventura County is where this radio station was and people would call up and request their songs I'm not sure they do that much these days the requesting of music looking good it's 100.7 KHAY Matt Michaels on Friday the KHAY weekend warm up party going on find out about movies going on in a little bit Right now, Kenny Rogers on KH. Everyone considered him a coward of the county. It's Kenny Chesney and Uncle Cracker when the sun goes down. At 7.50 tonight, a chance to get qualified for the KH Country Cash World Tour. KH weekend warm-up party going on right now. Going on. And this weekend, the Tall Ship Tour is happening in the Channel Islands Harbor. Here's Alan Jackson. It's 100.7 KHAY, the KHAY Weekend Warm-Up Party, and Matt Michaels. And going on every 10 minutes, every 7 to 10 minutes, I think now through October 31st on Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays, Simi Valley's got ghost tours going on, put on by the Recreation and Park District. Here's Toby Keith on KHAY. Her name was Tina. Her name was Tina. You've never been here before, have you? Hey, Weekend Warm-Up Party there, Toby Keith on 100.7 KHAY. We got Tracy Bird on the way. Neil McCoy, George Strait, some Willie Nelson, Brooks and Dunn, and we got Kay's Greater Fish Bait at eight tonight. The Friday Night Fights, Leanne Womack's new one versus the new one from a uh, new artist named Catherine Britt, and you can win a thirty-minute aqua massage. Coming up at seven fifty, a chance to get qualified for the Kay Country Cash World Tour and win tickets to Magic Mountain, Six Flags Magic Mountain, and enjoy their Fright Fest going on through the end of the month in honor of Halloween. And Ben Affleck and James Gandolfini start. In the new holiday-themed comedy Surviving Christmas in theaters today. Ben Affleck plays lonely guy executive Drew Latham who revisits his old childhood home to relieve... To relieve... To relieve... Actually, relive 
Some old holiday memories. When he arrives, he finds the home's current inhabitants aren't quite so willing to open their doors to him, so he offers up a nice financial reward to allow him access to the home. And this is what Ben said about that. One of the things about doing a comedy is that you don't have to uh, send the audience home with some transcendent message about, you know, hope and faith, you know, uh, hereafter or whatever. You can, you just promise the audience, like, you give us your 10 bucks, we'll make you laugh. And I think it delivers on that. And let's see Ben Affleck and James Gandolfini acting together in a clip. Tom. Tom. Tom, please, please let me stay here. No. I'll pay you. My family's not for sale, pal. Tom, I'll pay you $250,000. Whoa! Welcome home, son. Welcome home, son. <laughs> Just stay away from my daughters. NBC News Radio, I'm Lisa Daniels. Hitting the battleground states, President Bush is charging that frivolous junk. Wow, that was, that's right. George W. Bush was, was... He News random. He was in the battleground states Is what she said Okay You know even back then I was stuttering So the brain hasn't improved that much since then Ah oh, James Gallofini I don't remember that movie at all do you? Hmm Well there's a little bit of 20 years ago Now let's go back 30 years ago I was on a radio station called The Bus 96.7 We played a pretty dang good playlist have you noticed? I, so this happened today. I'm in Rockridge, and there's a guy who's passed out on. I, I guess it's a, a bench. It's more of a big rock. I guess people can sit on this big cement block, is what it was. So he's sleeping on the cement block, just on his back. He he's got his legs dangling off it, and he's he's out for about an hour. And I'm, I'm across the street I'm with my lovely lady friend We're having something to eat And then This guy he, He's performing not the, not the guy that's asleep But another guy, a different guy He has a man bun So man bun, this young man He sets up his guitar and a amp And he's actually performing in front of a church That's nearby there, a Presbyterian church And he starts singing And he's singing all these songs like a man in the mirror, Michael Jackson on his guitar, acoustically sounds wonderful. He does. Uh, I still haven't found what I'm looking for by U2. I'm on fire, Bruce Springsteen. He does some classic rock, and it's when he did the classic rock stuff that all of a sudden, this guy, who I could only guess was homeless, that was sleeping, he gets up. And he stands He's like leaning against the stop sign And just watching the guy perform He's singing Dobie Gray's uh, Drift Away Give me the beat boys And save my soul I'm gonna get lost in my rock and roll And drift away And he was just He got up And that's what got him up And moving around And this was like One o'clock in the afternoon And Twelve Somewhere around there So That was an interesting It's classic rock That gets people going I guess of a certain age. Now, this guy did definitely seem a little bit older. But, yeah, probably some kind of substance was involved in his system. But the man bun guy did perform a nice song. And maybe he'd perform some of the songs that this station that I worked for 30 years ago would play. It was called The Bus 96.7. 
And this was yours truly in his, oh, I guess I was in my 20s, late 20s. Okay, it's more than all these of us, 96.7. It's a Saturday afternoon. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for being here, and we're happy to be with you because we're suspicious of you. It's Terry Stafford's suspicion on more than all these of us, 96.7. Oh, every time you more than all these, the bus 96.7. Oldies, the Bus 96.7, Roy Orbison with a song that was produced by the lead singer from ELO, Jeff Lynn. You got it. Mike Matthews here, and it's a Saturday, just about a Saturday evening. Sure is dark out there. Why don't you join us? Join us tomorrow for, uh, um, it's not Monday night football, it's Sunday afternoon football. It's postseason football. It's uh, Dallas Cowboys taking on the San Francisco 49ers. We're going to be at the Holiday Inn Ventura Beach Resort at 1 o'clock. Hey, how do you get there? 101 to California Street, exit Ventura. It's San Francisco 49ers taking on the Dallas Cowboys tomorrow. We'll be on front smiling, man. Hey, you, oh, you guys are a really good so- band. I want to sign you guys. Can I sign you guys? It's more than all these of us, 96.7. Here's a song about my bullfrog. It's a really strange bull- Jeremiah was a bullfrog. Yeah. More than oldies, the bus, 96.7, Mike Matthews with you on a Saturday night. Okay, weather forecast, mostly cloudy this evening with periods of rain and tomorrow as well. Highs tomorrow going to be in the 60s, lows tonight in the 40s. Currently, it is 57 at the bus, 96.7. Here we stand, worlds apart. Journey. Ah, Journey and Paul McCartney. It's coming up like a flower. That was, I think, the number one song in 1980. And we also heard some Cheech and Chong. Wow. So that was 30 years ago. And if we go back almost 35 years ago to 1989, I was on a radio station in Santa Barbara called Y97, and we were playing the hot hits. It was K-H-T-Y. So the H-T stood for hot or hit, I think. And then the Y... K-H-T-Y So the Y they used for Y-97 And I was just Wow Out of diapers Basically Early 20s Doing radio One of my first jobs Takes place on Sunday March 12th At the Guns Club Shooting Range For more information Give us a call 965-9797 Roxette I don't think that was a new song Maybe a year old. Oh, Robert Palmer. The all-new 197 working on 50 minutes of non-stop hit music. Tonight at 8 o'clock, 197 brings you Hitline USA with special guest Bon Jovi. Uh, who's that band? I don't know. You know Bon Jovi, yes. They're going to be on tonight. 8 o'clock, Hitline USA from the all-new 197. This is the latest now from Cinderella and The Last Mile. All new 197, Santa Barbara's only hit music station at 97.5 KHTY. Oh, Brian Adams. Run to you. Cheap trick. 
all new 197 with Mike Matthews. It was a nice sunny Sunday today in Santa Barbara. I think my skin is just a little darker because I don't know. But we're working on a 50 minutes of non-stop music with Robin Zander and Ann Wilson. Wow, Robin Zander from Cheap Trick. That was from the movie Tequila Sunrise, Michelle Pfeiffer and Mel Gibson. Nobody plays more hit music than 97.5 KHTY. Wow, REM and a white snake. I'm Mike Matthews, taking a look at the weather, partly cloudy, with a low tonight of 45, currently in Santa Barbara, it's 57, and coming up, Little America, Eddie Money, and oh, so much more on the all-new 197. Hi, this is Stan Morrison saying the Gauchos... The Gauchos? Oh yeah, that's right, because it's Santa Barbara, UCSB, UC Santa Barbara, their team was the Gauchos. That's where I went to school. The bottom of the chart. Pretty good songs that never made it on the radio because people didn't think they were worth it. But you know what? They come back up and people start playing them. And it's like, oh, where'd that come from? It was called Rock 40. And about a year later, maybe it was a little later on that year, there was a station in Los Angeles that did the same thing called Pirate Radio with Scott Shannon. And it got to be pretty famous. The whole concept was you would take the top 40 and you would only play the songs that were more rock leaning. So you called it a rock 40. And at that time, there was a bunch of hair bands. There was like alternative bands, alternative rock bands like R.E.M. that had gotten big on college radio first. And you had Brian Adams who had come from a rock background. So there were all these groups. Little America, though, I don't remember them, but... That I didn't know I even had that. Wow. All right, one more, one more. And then uh, Hitline USA, by the way, was where I really got my first job in radio. Uh, it was a satellite show. It came to us via satellite, which was, it wasn't brand new technology then, but it was still in its early, early years. And it required me to do a little bit of work on the end of, well, okay, are they going to a commercial break? We got to play our local commercials. Here we go. Got to bring down their feed, bring up our feed, all these little things. Jim Rome, I remember, was working the same time I was, just down the hall in the newsroom, and I would talk to him. Yes, the same Jim Rome that would later have the Rome is Burning huge sports channel uh, show. So, yes, big, big memories back then. Guns N' Roses was just getting popular. And I remember for some reason we had a sponsorship with Corn Nuts. And there was a huge box of Corn Nuts in the back of the studio. And they were saying to me, Mike, help yourself. And I ate way too many Corn Nuts. I don't think I can even... Anytime I eat Corn Nuts now, even 30 plus years later, I still think of that time and place on that radio station with that format. I was with them for quite a few years at Y97. I saw them... That, that It was one of these stations that flipped formats every couple of months. And this was their latest attempt. It actually didn't last very long. It turned into... It went from a rock 40 to just classic rock. And then it changed over to completely different. 
to a dance 40 where you would take the top 40 list of the 40 biggest songs and you'd play only the dance stuff. The stuff that you would hear in clubs. So it went a different direction and now I don't think it even plays... It, it might have even gone Spanish now. It's the, But I'm sure that frequency is still around. One more. Santa Barbara's official hit music station. It is 7 o'clock with Mike Matthews. Nobody plays more music. Why not he's son? All right, Eddie Money. Good one to end on. The late, great Eddie Money. Well, there you go. A little bit of radio in the world that I did. My history of radio and the different formats. Some formats that don't exist anymore. Well, actually what we call hot adult contemporary. Nope, nope, that's still a mishmash of different backgrounds. You don't really have rock bands in the top 40 anymore. You maybe have, I don't know what the, 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 the top of the charts these days. You have to actually go to like the alternative rock chart to see any rock or there is a, I think there is an active rock format where you'll have some more rock leaning groups but the top 40 overall doesn't have much in the way of bands or rock musicians there was that time was it about a year ago or two years ago there was that band that had that song uh, I Hate You oh what was that called alright I cheated I hit I hit pause because I was looking them up. They were called, it's not main skin. That's what it looks like if you if you say it literally. I think it's mana, mana skin? I forget. But they had this song. I need you to understand. Try so hard to be your man. That was the last time a rock band got anywhere into the top 40 or the the top 10. Yeah, what happened to them? I think they had one other song called Supermodel, but what do you think about all this? You can call me. Call Mike at the Cafe Anyway hotline. Area code 510-228-4640. Will you shut up? Liberty Nation Freedom Foam for All. And we'll get to your thoughts in the segment, emails from email, and your common, not so comments. And with more ways to reach me, it's A Frame. Mike's Daily Podcast is written and produced and performed by Mike Matthews. His podcast is super easy to find. Download or listen to his show and read his blog at mikesdailypodcast.com. Email Mike now at mikesdailypodcast at gmail.com. See you tomorrow. Bye.